Good Sunday morning and welcome. The sun is splitting the heavens. I can't see a cloud anywhere. And it's as beautiful a display of green and blue as I reckon anyone is ever going to get in Cork, Ireland. I'm in my mobile studio heading to the Clarion. No, I'm not. I'm only half awake, mind you. I'm heading to the Clayton Silver Springs Hotel, which is only about five minutes from my house. And I'm going to the final day of the Toastmasters conference. I, I went to bed, or I fell asleep last night, and it was after three o'clock, it was between three and half past three when I lost consciousness. Oh, I don't know. Yes, I, if I keep uh, going and keep the adrenaline up, I'll, I will not collapse. But it's been a very intense few days. And today I'm going to carry on recording stuff from the conference, at the conference. And later on I'll share them. And there's a taxi man in a blue shirt and a dark trousers parked outside a school. A small little school called New Inn. There are no cows in the field. Last year there were cows in that field there on the left-hand side. All green grass on the right-hand side, a big long winding wall. A few rooks flying around the place. No other traffic anywhere. Yesterday I did a whole lot of taking photographs, putting things up on the, putting those photographs up on the Facebook page for the conference. I recorded pieces of audio which, using Voice Record Pro, goodness knows what I'll ever do with them. Most of them will probably be privately shared. May not even be shared at all <laughs> when I think about it. I left my good friend Simon sleeping, as he's well entitled to do. He drove the car home last night. He'll probably he'll walk down to the hotel conference center as he did yesterday. Oops, it's gone green. Oh, I see pigeons on. The on that tree. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen a human being walking around yet. <laughs> it's, uh, what time is it? 8.41. Which feels, uh, it feels like, oh, there's a guy. And he looks like he's been walking around all night. Yeah, today's schedule in terms of the uh, conference is that there's a workshop at 9 o'clock, or else 8.45, I can't remember. Um, that's uh, followed by a break. Then we have a big competition. It's a competition for short speeches, which are designed to evaluate a speech that somebody else has given. So let me go back. There's somebody gives a speech. There's something like 8 or 10 contestants, all of whom 
watch the speech with the audience at the same time and then all the all the contestants leave the room and are called back in one by one in order to give an evaluation of the speech in public so because the whole thing with Toastmasters is well one aspect of Toastmasters is people give speeches and other people evaluate the speeches which an evaluation is really an effort to give the speaker something useful to help them to improve how they're doing next time straight in don't go to the hotel for breakfast what I would normally do go to the conference center okay this is Paul Omani saying good good Sunday morning to you whenever it becomes your Sunday morning or if you're over there the other side of the globe like Georgie D in Perth good day to you good day to you right bye for now into the conference center for a workshop that begins at a quarter to nine. I wonder have I got any work to do? I don't think there's much work to be done. Everything's all in train. Straight up the stairs here. I hear Pat Duggan. I hear some people. Here, some people up here. First thing I see is District 71 Toastmasters UK and Ireland Annual Conference. Hey, Lanyabi. Hi, everybody. Right, I might as well walk in here and see what happens. It's a little bit groggy. What have we got here now? The room there. This is the room for the evaluation contest. God, it looks great. Morning, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning. How are you keeping? I'm okay. I'm how are the family? The family are good. The family are good, actually. Yeah, they're well. They're well. I left them in bed. Yes. You've got no one staying with you. Yes, Simon Toon staying with me. Oh, okay. He's he's from uh, District 91. Okay. okay. And he's an old friend of mine who I've been friend with since 2010, and didn't meet until he came to Cork. No. Yes, yes. He's never been to Cork before. I'm going to a workshop if I can. I've been meaning to speak to you since I arrived. Look, have you been having a good time? That's all that... Yeah, yeah? I will catch you later. Good morning. Morning, how are you? And how's Kerry? How's Kerry this morning? Still there, I'm still there. <laughs> oh. Are we still there? You're on the home straight now. Are we starting? <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, he will. 
I've never yeah. so proud. Good morning. Did you ever go home? I did. Did you go home? Did you? But did you ask the question? Can I? No, there's nobody there. There's nobody there. You get all the jobs to do. It's okay. Are you master ceremonies? Great. Record you. You. Good morning, John Cox. It's delightful to sit beside you. Tell me, why have you come to this conference? I've come here for several reasons, but I suppose the first reason I came here is, of course, for the council really meeting, which I have to be at. But, of course, you always come away with lots of lots snippets of great ideas, and that's my main purpose. I go, go back with more than I came with. John, thank you very much. Thank you. You're going around this conference, is it? It's Bridget Elliott, it's just lovely to meet you on Sunday morning. Will you tell me, please, why have you come to this conference? Well, I suppose, Paul, one of the reasons is I'm a conferenceaholic, and the other would be I had free accommodation for my son over the road. So this time is two reasons. And I'm going to be a citizen of Cork in the next 12 months, so I really had to get to know Cork. I'm looking for a house down here. Thank you ever so much. That's a fact. Bridget, uh, absolutely. That That's is fact. fantastic. I am so... OMG, I have just been to a wonderful, a stunning, a phenomenal experience. I have just been to the best 40-minute workshop I have ever been at in my life. And it has totally transformed the way in which I will do evaluations in future. That was genius, James McGinty. I'll just, I'll just pass them and I, just, I was going to listen to you. <laughs> Which one? Good morning, Sheila. And I meant every single word. It, it, uh, apart from the fact that I learned how valuable it is to use superlatives rather than to use the word good, and that would be to trivialize the workshop if I, but that itself is actually because James showed 11, I think, or 10 or 11 superlative words. They were not only superlative words, but they were words of superb, superb, morning, superbability. Hello. It was um, special. And ever since I came out of the room, I've been, my energy level has been higher than I, it was before I went in by a dramatic factor. I'm waiting for the lift to come so that I can go downstairs in this hotel and get breakfast. And it's not coming. But anyway, um, yeah, I recorded it and I have been going around saying to people, if you want a bootleg copy of the recording of James McGinty's workshop on evaluation, you're going to have to enroll, get me on WhatsApp. Now, it, it, if I had to pick one thing out of, no, let me pick the most superlative experience for me was that it provided me with 
a different approach to evaluation than the one I've had in my head before. A different mindset. A different operation. And to tell you something, that's what I call transformational. So that workshop was behavior changing, not just a collection of good ideas. Now, to breakfast. Why are you tea or coffee? I'm tea. Oh, you're great. Thank you ever so much. How was the crack? How was the crack? Is this... Hold on, I need a crack. There. The crack was a mighty pause. Yeah. You sat at the back of the, the thing, the, the crack, when the crack started. Mm -hmm. But before that, it was the gab and um, the storytelling. The improv. And, and the you improv. went to the improv. I was at the whole of the improv. Tell me what you thought of it. I loved it. Yes. I loved it. I tell you, number, number one, number yeah. one. I think they were dressed brilliantly. Yeah, and the black. To be displayed against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it made for real, um, the gestures yes. were clear yeah. and clear cut yeah. and dr dramatic. Oh, brilliant. And that has nothing to do with the pictures. Well, oh, my God. The dark Here's glass. David oh, my Clinton. God. Well, the glasses of shade. Yeah. The glasses of shade. David Clinton has arrived. Oh. Okay, this oh, is being, David, this is being recorded. So, uh, just to tell you, <laughs> Maria the, and I. Is this the post-mortem now? Yeah, well, yes. Going on. I'm so tired. No, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but, no, you, you, uh, I think you have every reason to be proud of the fact that you selected these people. Great. Uh, uh, so yes, it is. Yes, what did it was you great. Do? I was really, really enjoyed it. Ah, uh, good. Very different. Yeah. Uh, very entertaining and engaging, I thought. Very, you, very clever. It's after getting real traction about this method of drama. Yeah. And there's a lot Super. of good practicing, but it's brilliant for Toastmasters. Yeah. Because you really have to get over your head and talk right. quickly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know Toastmasters is an organization that has to do with communication, we'll just call it that, right? Why on earth does Toastmasters, there's every single speaker in Toastmasters who's standing up to communicate, why do they have to use words? <laughs> you don't. I, exactly, and that's the key point. Would anybody do a so-called speech, which is basically an opportunity to practice communications, using mind? And only mine. It's not in the pathways, so no. It's not in pathways, so nobody does it, right? Yeah. And in fact, instead of regarding pathways, actually, I'm not sure, is there mine? Is there an elective for mine? There should be. Now, just while was asking me did I want a cup of tea, I want to say something to you. There was a postmaster some years ago, apparently, Yeah. who stood up for the first 30 seconds or one minute did a mine. Um, in a competition? Or? In a competition, wow. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Now, the difficulty for people was, I suppose, we weren't expecting it. Uh, he was doing it 10 seconds or 15 or 20 seconds, and they're trying to connect with it in some way and to understand what it's about. Yeah. And I think, and I didn't see this, so I'm only giving, you know, a third person uh, 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 version of it. Um, and apparently, because he effectively blew a minute, 
um, people were still throughout his speech trying to connect why he had done, given so much time to the mime at the start. Now they felt, yeah, the mime was good, but if it was shot, yeah. that's all. Um, so I hear what you're saying, but it's a mindset. I know this. It's, it, like, it's, it's a like mindset. Changing. I like, isn't that good? It's, oh, a, David, it's that's like changing the station. Yeah. Because people are down no. a certain route yeah. and they're thinking, this is what I, I've seen, this I've seen, I've seen the. Do you know, the I, word. I really found that with the story you were telling. I was like, this is all that. Yeah. Who, who can we tell, you know? And they were like, eh, I don't know. So I tried sending information. Um, yeah. Shano, so storytelling yes. to the stage, yeah. but it went into the black hole. Oh, because it, it's, do you know what upset me about the storytelling? It was five to seven minutes. Because you yeah. need ten minutes for a story. Yeah, but David, just one point in response to that, right? Which is, listen, first of all, I would be asking myself, well, what was the title of this speech, right? Because you see, for example, if somebody was had the title of a speech, communicating without words, right? The audience are then thinking, what the hell is this about, right? Secondly, the person should never have spoke a single word, because at that point, uh, uh, you know, for you know, um, apart from the fact, look, it depends on whether you want to win a competition. You, we know what you have to do if you want to win a competition in Toastmasters, as far as I can see. At, at a local level, certainly, or in Ireland, you have to have huge energy. You have to absolutely. You have to absolutely. You saw that woman yesterday, right? I mean, uh, what drugs was she on? She was on speed. Okay, okay. But basically, she was stunning. She was on a 2%. And I, I felt like standing up and just going, you know what, you are true to yourself. You did what you'd be doing on the sidelines to drive them on, to encourage them on. You, you were the story. Yeah. That's, I, a, I missed that's it all, very right? good. That's and I, I was great. waiting for I was actually waiting for her to jump up on a table. Uh, mm. I said, the only thing now that will grab this one is if she jumps up on the table. She jumped up on the table at the finish. Ah, uh, God. And I felt like getting up one. <laughs> and I know that that speech will not progress. What? I know it will not progress beyond the next. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's one, a wonderful achievement. I think it's a wonderful achievement. I reckon that that speech, uh, the weakness in that speech, to put it this way, I think is, was the actual content, not the energy or the thing else. Because the words, the performance was fantastic. But I said to myself yesterday, I said, so what is she saying that sounds in any way original? Okay, fair enough. All she has to do... The problem with self-belief I know, was yeah, but the complication was that she was talking about self-belief. She didn't say a single uh, novel thing about self-belief. And she didn't no, use... No, her approach was novel. Oh yeah, no, no. And her, so that the only reason I'm saying, I'm saying I, I don't think the speech will progress, apart from the fact that the... Um, a lot of the people won't catch her accents quickly yeah. enough. That's, that's a difficulty as well. That is a real difficulty. Yeah. Having said that, bear in mind that yeah. an English and an Irish audience there, they caught it sufficiently that enough of them gave her a vote. 
Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. So all she has to do is change her accent for the uh, international audience and, and tune out certain things that are colloquial, colloquialisms, or what to say the word? Colloquialisms. Yes. If she can. Yeah. But, but can we go back to the crack? Because I was really wanting to see how Maria, who put her heart and soul and body and mind and time and time and imagination and hopes and fears into last night. Were you pleased with it? I was, but you're like um, a mother when you're in I love doing it when I have no responsibility. I discovered that. But yeah. so when you feel responsible for it, yeah. you're like, oh God, was that good? Yeah, Did you enjoy that? Whereas when you're in it, you know what it is when yeah. you're not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I when boys were dying to know, like, the, my little impact group, and I was so fond of they were like, you know, how did it go? Did they like it? You know, and I was going, well, yeah, I'm getting good feedback, you know, but I come back to it, so I thought I'm just my fear. No, it's tremendous. Yeah. You're absolutely right. There's an element of cross-narcissism. That's really. That is really. Well, kind of, there's a lot of, and I'm not saying this critically at all, actually. There's a lot of emphasis on body language, but if, if somebody was going to get good at body language, right? You have to play to get good at body no, language. Do, yeah, you, but you have to practice, and apparently you have to play. play. Yeah, no, it's very true. But if you wanted to get looser with your body language and more expressive, the best way I reckon you could practice would be do mine. Because Actually, I disagree because, I, because I'm a drama head and because in mind you have to be very specific with your movements and I feel that's not as natural as your as your own manners. So when you know that workshop that I did, this um, you know the workshop that I did on. Yeah. Yeah. Maria, I wasn't there. Well, you were there in the UK, weren't you? Were you at my... No. No, you weren't. No. It's, it's all about being authentic uh -huh. in your body. And the only way you can do that is to use your body. And sometimes when we go to school, for example, you should find a desk. But I'm talking, yeah. you know? I'm, I'm talking about long term, you see. In the short term, if you were to do something like I'm suggesting, it's an act and it's not so much authentic as you're practicing an art. So was what we did. So people came in and they were like this, and they were like, I'm not playing and I'm not using my voice. Thank God. This is interactive. I thought I could sit down and listen to a speech. I went, no. And then at the end of it, they were like, that was very good. And we played chess around the room and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. You see, though, well, the, the movements are exaggerated, very exaggerated, and that's to catch your attention. So, in a conversation, in a speech, you'd never be as exaggerated as that, except when you were doing one of your manuals, which is let your body speak. Okay? Um, so, but if you're speaking to a group like James McGinty yeah. just did, yeah. when he wanted to say, you know, we're all, right? We're all in this together, right? Let's say. James McGinty didn't do that, right? James McGinty did, we're all in this together, right? But that's him anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it is like him. if you're like, next to him at a table and he's talking to him, he uses his hands from his arms, yeah. you know, 
and then some people can use their gestures here, but when they use their gestures here and they're speaking to a larger audience, the hands can be automatically, because when you tone your voice, your gestures automatically get bigger. Look, I've seen in lots of people, and so have you, that you might say it's natural, but I've seen people make speeches in which they have made hardly any gestures during the speech. Well, that they're likely to remain a weak speaker. Yeah, but, but it's an apprenticeship. It's an apprenticeship as well. Yeah. That's what I'm flying the flag for. It's a, yeah. John Cox. John Cox, the actor. Oh, yeah. He's very yes. measured. He's very measured, but he yeah. stands there like this, and his gestures are very close to his yeah, mouth. Yes. yes, but I'm saying exactly. I'm more than free with the He's saying he's very talented with his gestures, but but um, in Toastmasters, it's like everybody must go. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I know. I'm not trying to make yeah, that go that far. In a, in a competition. You have to hit. But at the end of the day, here's the thing. If you do something outstanding, do you know what? You're going to look at that and they're going to go. That is what happened because nobody sees the individual scores given by a judge and, here's the, and the breakdown. Nobody ever sees them. My concern when I entered the, the international speech competition was that someone would speak, you do a score the score would be gone. Yeah. But in actual fact, you do all of the scores, you reflect on what you heard overall. Yeah. And then you can go back and make adjustments yeah. because you feel, you know what, I scored that one a little bit higher. That was outstanding. That was great, but that was outstanding. Yeah. And that's fair and right and good. Yeah. It's difficult to do when you've got 10 or 12 speakers. It is. To be but honest. you know, funny, I did it yesterday. I didn't think I'd manage it, but I, I went through the process. I got two out of three. Yeah. I, I scored them. I scored them all too. I gave scores. I have numbers opposite every one of the people. Uh, I got a fully filled out grid. You know, in the in the program, in the program, in the program, there's a, the judges' criteria. So I did the whole. There was only one difficulty about it. I have to share that one with your Paul. You know when you said I did two, and he went in all the boxes. You went yeah. He, he thought you were putting two in all the boxes. <laughs> Well, the funny thing was that for um, almost the entire group of people fell within the range of 60, in fact everybody fell within the, the range of 60 to 69, the entire lot of them. In fact, if I remember rightly, yesterday I scored three people 65 and three people 60. Pardon? You're very hard. I guess my I give I give the top score if I don't if I regard them as that is not the best, but that is awesome. They only get the top score because you I mean otherwise if somebody does something awesome, um, I can't give them a ten. Now if somebody does something that is uh, you know. Okay. 
they'll get about half points. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, but you see, the thing about it is, it's not doesn't depend. It just is. I'm that kind of a scorer. Yeah. You know. Do you ever think when you're scoring with the bigger picture, which is basically. Yeah, that might have resonated with me, but I have a certain life experience. But I noticed the person over there, it didn't resonate at all. And they're not at all. They're a little bit. I'd be very aware of an audience, and it's like a heartbeat. But there is a yeah, there is a there is a section on the evaluation criteria, which is about called audience response. Yeah. So if the person completely blows the room away, yeah. the whole room away, they're going to get maximum points on audience response. But blowing the audience away, what does that mean in your mind? Okay, it means that the warmth of the applause and the looks on the faces of the few people that I can see yeah. well either shows total rapt attention yeah. or completely overwhelming enthusiasm almost like the, if it was top score yeah. it would be in most normal circumstances this person would get a um, standing ovation a standing ovation but I don't know will they give it never no 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 they never would but you can sit in a chair yourself even I think and say because I feel like standing now I was interested to hear the way you replied to that because how many times I heard them laugh you know the do's and ahs and all that because I think what has more impact is when you have yeah. Oh yeah. And well, you can't hear a pin drop. Yeah. And that when the applause is due to yeah. come, did she tell a story? It's actually yeah, but I it a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. And people go. And I missed half the impact. Oh Jesus! Did you enjoy the impact? And then suddenly the applause starts short, small, um, and then it goes bum 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 bum. Suddenly huge will yeah. And you don't know. Now that's a fancy brother's job. David, you know, in relation to yesterday's competition and the international piece, this was not a humorous speech competition, right? No. And that is why several of the speeches yesterday will not progress because there were people. Well, there can be. There can be. Well, I looked at the world championship speeches over the last several years. Yes, some. At the most, absolutely. The opener has an engaging, funny bit. But you, know, but I, but apart from Diaz, I think that there were. Yeah, yeah. Good. And actually, the world championship speech has to have a wow audio content. That was good, or that was. It has to be a speech you could turn off the visuals totally. Oh yeah. Well, and what about what about lifting the flower, throwing the flower away in the bin? Didn't think he did it as well. What happened was um, some of the... Well, you, well, you are a professional now. I haven't realised I'm talking to somebody. I thought I could have gotten more out. I thought... I watched that once, the ones that then I watched it the second time I watched it so the third time. Like, you know, and I said, you know, he could have got a lot more out. So Do you know he, he uh, cut you know, the last line of his speech? Because he was over, he would have gone over time. So if he had lingered a second longer. Yeah. But 
good. Because I think it was great to milk it. Milk it the time. If you have seven plus thirty, go for it. Well, I did a speech recently and I'm, I was quite shocked afterwards. It came in at 7.30. And I realised that if I had said, as I usually do, thank you to the audience, I was disqualified. But I did the thank you one night. And I was convinced I was done. And then you know why I was convinced? Because I got a red card being put up instead of amber. I'd be really conscious of that, and I was like, yes, it's like, yeah. um, but it broke. And I, my heart was in my mouth, because that was my third and final so shot. Really, um, and uh, I said to the timer at half time, I said, um, the timer time there, Imagine that. Imagine that. So it was 30 seconds before the red, and I kind of... So I went away thinking, I actually jettisoned the section of my speech. Oh my god. You were your so last two, I was I, uh, in the last two last night. I was. The result was announced and I was the winner. And then I went to and said, You held up the red instead of the amber. And she said, No, no, I didn't. I didn't. And I said, No, you did. And she said, I had them in front of you, I definitely did. And I said, um, now, yeah. somebody made a very good point to me afterwards that if amber is being used instead of yellow, from a distance, the light is reflecting through the card. Sorry, you're okay. drunk. Do you know that? I've heard from a distance. Uh, yeah. It's very hard to keep my eyes on, like, you know, focused. That's kind of, that's kind of a giveaway. Maria, as a way of kind of slightly, <laughs> slightly reducing this seriousness, but keeping us on track, will you please sing the first verse of either the boys from Fairhill or else the safe haven anthem at breakfast now just for us come on toastmasters gather around to where the best crack can be found come to safe haven in 2018 you have found the holy ground that's all i can remember ah uh, look at that was great do you play yeah. the spoons uh, i don't so that would be just no thank you thank you maria that is lovely they have okay they have I'm, I'm going to stop recording now Oh my goodness, to say that this conference has been a journey, a learning experience, a, oh, a stretching experience, an exciting experience, isn't to do it justice. I think the best way to, this, to say what it's been is that I feel deeply, deeply satisfied. That's the kind of... a. That's the sensation, the emotion. It's the satisfaction. Now, that's a word that I use in a deeply profound sense. And to be satisfied, it means not just to be full of, you know, it means to have the right amount of food, the right amount of drink, the right amount of company. It means the right amount and it means not to be over full with anything it's satisfying it has satisfied me and on another another time not very far from now and um, the uh, I will describe the nuts and bolts of the ending of the conference uh, and I will describe the detail but 
you know what it's like. You, the end is. Uh, there was a time I used to be terrible at endings, and I'm now good at endings, meaning that I am now satisfied to have ended. And I, it, it's. I'm a better person for this experience. Now that again, I'll have to detail what that means, but. I have to say that as an organization as a whole, I've seen two conferences now, one in Sheffield, one in uh, Cork, and they both had a similar quality of overwhelming friendship and humor and attention to each other. Great, great, and at the end, a real spirit of collective celebration and honoring honoring people who achieve things and honoring people who participated. This kind of honoring. And it's a way, it's a bit like honoring the talent within. Kind of Olympic idea, you know. It's not winning that counts, it's participating. But it has been you know, an experience to remember, to savor. Isn't just heady emotion. I don't feel overwhelmed by emotion, and that's the other thing. If I was overwhelmed by emotion, I wouldn't be deeply satisfied, because that might mean that, you know, a little bit later when the adrenaline runs out, I'd come down with a bit of a bump, and I won't. So I must go now and once again run into Jared Mannix, but I will not record what he has to say. For once, I'll give the man a bit of peace and quiet and I'll tell the details later. It's 10 o'clock at night on Sunday and I'm driving from my house back to the hotel where the Toastmasters conference was held over the last few days and I'm driving back because the other members of the team have had the team dinner at the end of the project and I haven't been there and the reason I wasn't there is that my family uh, wanted to <laughs> wanted me to spend some time with them. And I wanted to spend some time with my family. And they haven't seen me in days. So I have had, you know, what I could euphemistically call quality time with the family. Anyway, we had a good time. I cooked uh, three pieces of hake, uh, fresh hake, I rolled them in uh, flour uh, seasoned with turmeric and a little cumin and uh, fried them and had some broccoli with them and a uh, glass of white wine and some little roasted potatoes. That That was just nice to have, we had all sorts of debates between the three of us about horses and God, you know, things to do with horses mainly and things to do with diaries. So all very good, all very good. Now this is going back at the end of a very rich and uh, um, stretching experience. Uh, anyway, I, I don't know what words to put in it. I'll be better tomorrow when I've slept on it. But uh, it, I like uh, going down there and, and, and at least not being outside the 
the circle, if you like. Uh, I mean, I like do like being a member of a team, and I'm sorry that I wasn't there earlier. Um, but you know, that's life. You can't always be where where the action is. And I have, I am, it, oh, mother, mother, um, I'm tired. They're tired. They might all be gone to bed. They might all be gone to sleep. I kind of doubt it. But we'll see. There will be some people still in the hotel who are not returning to the UK until tomorrow. And indeed, now that I think about it, there's one or two people who are going to be in Cork tomorrow. But tomorrow really is this, the, the start of the next phase of my life, if you like, because... <laughs> This big project has been kind of dominating um, a lot. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, it should be fun uh, at, at the very least to find out what's going on down this hotel. And I should be in the hotel in a couple of minutes. Uh, yeah, there we go. Okay, I'll stop recording. I, I'm not sure why I'm feeling a certain level of mirth, but I am.